Hey there, and welcome back to On Your Terms. This is Sam Vanderbilen, your host. I'm so glad that you're here for today's quickie little episode all about my failed chocolate cake, or was it a failed chocolate cake? Um, so these episodes are always a little shorter than my Monday episodes are a little longer. Um, so if you're new to the podcast, welcome, welcome. And I hope that you enjoy. So um, this all started a few weeks ago when I was, I had volunteered to bring dessert to a neighbor's gathering. And I should probably preface this by saying these are neighbors that I love dearly and I like care about a lot. And I get really like nervous to disappoint them and all this kind of stuff. Trust me, I have lots of issues with like abandonment and I'm afraid that everyone's going to leave me. Yes. Even if I just like brought them a bad chocolate cake. So, um, don't worry. I go to therapy. So I was making, I was making this chocolate cake and this is a chocolate cake by my beloved Allison Roman, who I love so much. I'm her number one fan and, um, officially, officially crowned. And so I've made this cake a million times. I've even made this cake in a cooking class with Allison on zoom. Okay. So I've made this cake so many times and I am not a baker. So if you know anything about me, you know, I am very much a cook. I'm a little wannabe chef. I cook constantly, feel very comfortable and confident with cooking. Not so much when it comes to baking, um, which is a common, I feel like that's kind of a common split. So even though I'd made this cake a million times, I don't trust myself necessarily as a, as a baker, as much as I would being a cook, right? Because this is why I find cooking so much easier because you can adjust. I just find it very nerve wracking to know like with baking, it's so temperamental that if like one thing goes wrong, the whole thing goes wrong. That makes me very nervous. So I didn't trust my gut about something when, when I was cooking it, basically this chocolate cake, I'll have to try to see if I can include a picture down below in the show notes. This chocolate cake has this really cool, like Basically, you mix like the chocolate and the eggs and everything, and then separately you whip um, cream and so with egg whites, and so it becomes this like really fluffy thing, and then you fold it in very gently to the chocolate mixture so that you don't um, deflate all the the hard work that you just got out of like whipping these egg whites with the sugar and the cream. So um, I I didn't trust myself because I remembered and having made this before that when you bake it. It, it kind of almost looks like a souffle because it puffs up really big and it cracks. It has these gorgeous, gorgeous cracks and like marbling on the top. And when you do that, it it often looks like it's not cooked or like it's not congealed necessarily, but eventually it really does come together. And I didn't trust myself when I saw it in the oven and I thought it doesn't look like it's cooked enough. So I kept it in the oven for too long I then started to smell something burning. I ran over to the oven and the top of the of the cake, which like essentially looks like a souffle, had started to burn really badly. And so from me trying to cook it more and not listening to my gut that it would come together, I ended up burning the top. I still didn't think it was cooked through. It didn't look like it was cooked through. And I had spent like the whole day kind of getting this ready. I'd spent a lot of money on like fancy chocolate because like you know, it's a cake only relies on a few ingredients. You got to pony up for the chocolate. So um, I put this thing on the oven and I was just so upset because I had promised to bring dessert. And like, now I was like embarrassed that I had messed this thing up and all these people were coming to their house. And I was like, oh, I messed up this chocolate cake. I can't believe I did that. I was doing all the like beating up and negative self-talk and all of those things. And honestly, I was just ready to throw it away. So I thought, you know, let me just let it sit here. Cause like now I've made it. So it doesn't really matter. Let me just let it sit on, on the stove and, and cool. And let's see what happens once it cools. Well, what do you know? 
you know, an hour or so later, I come back to check on what I thought was this failed chocolate cake. And it did, in fact, come together. There's something about in the cooling process. It doesn't look so like gelatinous anymore. It was just it more like, yeah, it looked like it had kind of like finished cooking through and it had come together. The top was still burnt because unfortunately that doesn't reverse itself. But it did come together. And I'm not going to lie. A couple pieces of the cake on the side had broken off when I took it out of its uh, springform pan and they fell onto the stove. So I was like, well, it's only right that I try it. And it was delicious. It tasted just the same as all the other ones that I had made to completion without thinking I had failed that time. And it was really, really good. And so I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll bring this to the party anyway, and it'll be a good story. I'll tell them what happened. Like, oh, I burned the cake and that it came together in the end. And everybody tasted it and was like, what are you talking about? This is delicious. Like they were like, I mean, maybe they were just being nice, but Ryan, Brian, who would have been honest with me, told me, no, this is really good. This is a really good cake. And it was just, it, it turned out to be not only fine, but like really good. And it was, oh, this is the funny part. So when I was very nervous about this cake, we had run out to like the local bakery and he got an alternate cake, a stand-in cake in case everybody tried mine and like spit it out. So we got this alternate cake and we brought it over anyway. And so a lot of the people at the party served themselves both. And everybody was like, your cake was so much better than the cake from the cake store. <laughs> and that, and the cake store one was really expensive and they had not burnt it or undercooked it. So that was a very interesting lesson for me. Here's what I think we can all take away from the failed cake experiment, <laughs> alleged failed cake experiment. And I bet you see this a lot in your own life and in your own business. I don't know if you've noticed, but we are really hard on ourselves. We're like really hard. We are our own worst critics. My goodness. I mean, maybe you've done a lot more work about this than I have, but like I am tough on myself. If I mess stuff up, if I don't get things, I, I would not have labeled myself a perfectionist, which my mindset coach, Jen Diaz, she always laughs about this because she's like, yeah, no perfectionist labels themselves a perfectionist. Everybody says the same thing. I'm like, I know, I just like, I wouldn't have thought that I was, but I get really bombed on myself when I do something wrong like that. And even like something as silly as that. And I thought that this, this little experiment, even though it was just a silly cake and all that ended up being fine, it taught me a lot about how, how hard I can be on myself, how hard, how like seriously I can take things sometimes. Definitely the pressure I put on myself to think that like other people are going to be disappointed in me. But I also thought there was some interesting alliteration here of like, sometimes we have to let things rest to come together, right? I feel like in business, a lot of times we push and push and push and we like try to make something happen, but actually just like letting things rest and what I usually call marinate um, is actually what we need or the business needs. I think sometimes we also have to realize that things are good enough and that at the end of the day, it's chocolate cake and people people will be happy that they have cake. And and I think the metaphor in our businesses is that like, I think we try to put things out that are perfect or we don't release a course until we think it's perfect or something like that. But in reality, whatever you probably have to deal with or work with right now would be a lot for people. It would be great. It would be really helpful. I think in general, you probably underestimate just how helpful you are to people. That's something that I find that the more of an expert you actually are, the more you start to doubt how helpful you are. Um, because once you become so familiar and like such an expert in a space, you're you're kind of like too far removed from something to understand 
really how helpful some of the most basic elements of what you do are for other people. And so I think like sometimes, you know, if you, if you make a chocolate cake a million times and you're used to it being perfect, and then you think if it's not perfect, everyone's going to hate it. And then you get to the party and everybody's like, it's a delicious chocolate cake. Who cares? They've never had the other chocolate cake. They don't even know what you're talking about. Right. They just want chocolate cake. So let them have cake. Um, but I, I just thought this was a, a fun little conversation to have that, you know, one, we need to stop being so hard on ourselves and demanding so much and that we need to remember that at the end of the day, we can just serve people some chocolate cake and they'll be really happy. Let me know what you thought of this episode. Um, wherever you listen to this podcast, please do me a favor right now. I can see you right now. <laughs> Take your phone out or pull it out of your purse or your pocket or whatever. Just tap the subscribe button, follow, rate it real quickly. It means the world to me. And it's really helpful for helping uh, get this podcast to other entrepreneurs who want to build their own online business. Thanks so much for listening. And I'll chat with you in a few days. Thanks so much for listening to the On Your Terms podcast. Make sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. You can also check out all of our podcast episodes, show notes, links, and more at samvanderreelen.com slash podcast. You can learn more about legally protecting your business and take my free legal workshop, Five Steps to Legally Protect and Grow Your Online Business at samvanderreelen.com. And to stay connected and follow along, follow me on Instagram at samvanderreelen and send me a DM to say hi. Just remember that although I am a attorney, I am not your attorney and I am not offering you legal advice in today's episode. This episode and all of my episodes are informational and educational only. It is not a substitute for seeking out your own advice from your own lawyer. And please keep in mind that I can't offer you legal advice. I don't ever offer any legal services, but I think I offer some pretty good information.